Greetings, everyone. It's me, Batman, of course. I am not in my Batcave currently. I am residing on the debate stage. Actually, in fact, I converted the Bat stage into a, cave, a debate cave. Indeed, I have inverted the two. And here, we are doing the post-presidential debate shit show review uh and helping us in the review let's invite our debate contestants and if you are just tuning in you are watching aristotle full throttle five days a week 12 noon pacific standard time and if you subscribe comment like and share you are entered to win in a contest for the ps5 or as Popeye Joe calls it the PlayStation Playhouse 15. All right. Welcoming to the stage is our favorite Popeye Joe. Hey, everybody. I gotta tell you, that debate last night was out of control. This guy over here on the other side of the stage. Are you talking about me? Are you talking about how... What do you say... I would just like to say, what would you like to say, they're wrong? Let me just answer Batman's question here. Let me just say, that. what do you want to see? You want to see something, proud boy, stand back and stand by. We're going to have to intimidate voters at the voting booths. We're going to have to bring people out because there's no other way that I could possibly win this election unless I intimidate the people. I don't care what the heck you got in mind for this kind of thing. Well, I think there's someone who would like to help moderate this debate. Uh, will you come out here, uh, Chris Wimpy? Hey! Uh, Mr. President, Mr. President, uh, will you please be quiet? Uh, what do you mean? I, I will gladly pay you Tuesday for, for, for you to be quiet today. You're a terrible moderator, you know. Miss, your father is so much better than you. My father is is not around anymore, and, and you're right. I am nowhere near as good as my father at journalism. You, you're you relegated to Fox News. Fox News is too... You guys, the both of you, I feel like I'm going to knock the two of you out of the... I'll just knock the... Will you shut up, man? And that concludes our debate... It's a post-debate debate session. We're reviewing the debate. We're just waiting for people to show up here, over here on Aristotle Full Throttle. If you have missed the opening clip, you've missed so much, so much good stuff. I always wonder what it would be like if I could just vanish instantly from this realm of reality, being a man, but also a swine, but also a filmmaker, sometimes I wish to capture reality, but sometimes I wish it would go away forever. Just like this show, I wish it would disappear. Some movies aren't meant to exist in reality. Those movies I will tell you about in this hour of Aristotle Full Throttle. The first five minutes is really the best part of the show. Because 
Sometimes I make an appearance. But if you want to know about what it is like to thread a needle of the perfect storm of terrible, you have witnessed it last night. The absolute worst, the worst possible things that could happen in all of reality. A debate which was not a debate at all. It was just a shouting session. I'm gonna punch you. You can't do anything. You, do, I, I ought to just knock you out of here, will you? Just shut up, you clown. I'm no, I'm no clown. Your mom was a clown. There's more. Let's have a food fight with Wimpy's Burgers. I'm Chris Wallace, and I'm a terrible moderator, but I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Hi. No, I, I realized that it looks like I just like may may have taken cocaine, but that's not in fact the case. I was just wiping my nose, guys. Come on, I know this is L.A., but don't play into the stereotypes, will you? Oh, good golly, I always forget to plug this in. Plug this in. I need that checklist. I need to make a checklist of things to do every day for the show. Aristotle, full throttle. That's what you're watching right now. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we're all here. Uh, if you were there last night watching that presidential debate, boy, oh boy, do I wish you had some cocaine with you. I gotta say that that was one of the worst things I've ever seen. If there was a good moderator, there should have been a... Let me tell you which moderator should have been there. I'm gonna knock you out just like LL Cool J says in that song. Old English filled his mind and... Uh, <laughs> Did somebody say Old English? I believe that is a malt liquor. Uh, I am a fan of Old English. What, what are you talking about? That's terrible. <laughs> Uh-oh. I need to stop this. We need to put a stop to this now. There needs to be a moderator. There's so much going on on stage. This is the biggest shit show I've ever seen. This needs to be stopped. There needs to be a cop who is also a man, who is also a robot, who is also an octopus, who is also a robocoptopus, needs to put a stop to this. Your move, creep. I will notify a comedy crisis center. I will notify a debate crisis center immediately. This needs to end. I, I wish this was over now. Please, please, Wimpy. Wimpy, you need to leave. <laughs> this debate... Oh. You sound like me, Wimpy. You sound like a robocop who is also a man, who is also a police officer, who is also a robot, who is also an octopus. Right? I'm I'm just Chris Wallace's I'm just Mike Wallace's son. <laughs> oh my god. Uh-oh. <laughs> You guys missed it. There was so much fighting happening. There was fighting. There was brutal violence. Their people were getting knocked out. Samuel L. Jackson would have been a great moderator, Veronica. I agree. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. That's what he would say every time, right? Samuel L. Jackson, man. Samuel L. That's what I call him. I just call him Sam Jackson because we're friends, see? 
I actually worked on a commercial with Samuel L. Jackson. Here's an anecdote. People like my little Hollywood anecdotes. I worked on a TV commercial for Capital One a few years ago. It was directed by Spike Lee, none other than Spike Lee, world-famous Hollywood director. Uh, also, social awareness director. And if you are just turning, tuning into Aristotle Full Throttle, this is a show where we talk about entertainment, movies, also social issues, and the politics of today. And we like to discuss those things and come to resolutions, not just fight about them. Because if you're here to fight and you like, you, you know what, if we disagree, we disagree, that's fine. But if you just want to like push buttons and be an insider, that's kind of like, there's no use to that. There's really no use in that. You can do that if you want, but I'll just ignore you. If you want to actually come to an understanding, we can discuss it both ways. I can help. I can try to understand your point of view. You could try to understand mine. So my anecdote about this Capital One commercial was, I was working. I almost want to make puppets for this because it would be funny. But I was working on a commercial with Samuel L. Jackson was in it. It's Capital One. It's directed by Spike Lee. Also Charles Barkley, world famous basketball player, was in it. He's in this commercial. The three of them, and I was just an extra. But my job was to stand right next to them and walk past them. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm only human. So I'm standing there. I get to stand there next to Samuel L. Jackson, Charles Barkley, and Spike Lee all day long. And like they would say action, and then I would just like walk past them. So I got to stand next to them, listening to them talk to each other. And it was exactly as you would imagine it. It was Samuel L. Jackson describing every role of every movie that he's been in. And he was like, and then I was in Deep Blue Sea, and then the shark came up and grabbed me, and I died, and then I died in Deep Blue Sea. And then I, when I was in the, this movie, uh, he was describing his own roles to uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was like, what was that movie when you was in, uh, where they had the shark? What was that movie? I like that movie. That was really good. You were really good in that. And then Samuel L. Jackson's like, yeah, and then the shark had grabbed me. And then Spike Lee was just sitting there like this, like a little tiny curmudgeon. And, Sp and then I could hear the conversation, guys. Don't tell nobody that I heard this. But I, this was right before The Hateful Eight came out, which is directed by Quentin Tarantino, who notoriously or famously uses Samuel L. Jackson in all of his movies, basically. Even in uh, Inglorious Bastards, Samuel L. Jackson narrates the, in parts of it. Samuel L. Jackson is also in many Spike Lee movies, but Spike Lee famously has a beef with Quentin Tarantino because Spike Lee doesn't like the fact that Quentin Tarantino uses the N-word so much in his movies. This is known. So I'm watching Samuel L. Jackson talk to Spike Lee. <laughs> and he's, he's talking to him. And he's like, now, if I could get you to come to the premiere to, for the Hateful Eight. And Spike Lee's like, nah, man, I don't like that he uses the N-word. I don't like that he uses the N-word. He's like, well, if I could get him to come to see Black Klansman, maybe you could come see Hateful Eight. And we could, I could get, maybe you can come, I could bring you two together. And it would be really, and, and Samuel L. Jackson was trying to be the peacemaker. He's the linchpin between the, that's a bad statement. <laughs> that's a bad choice of words. He was the person who was connecting the two. Because I, I just brought up Black Klansman, and y'all know what that beats. So anyway, that was a best director. Spike Lee won, or best screenplay for that one. But Spike Lee was refusing to, to mend fences with Quentin Tarantino through Samuel L. Jackson. And it was a fun piece of 
Nobody knows this. Nobody knows this but me and the two of them. Because <laughs> I was standing next to them when they were talking about it. It was pretty great. Um, but, you know, Spike Lee's still a curmudgeon. School days. Do the right thing. She's got to have it. Fantastic movies. Fantastic movies. But today we're talking about movies that are completely disgraceful and terrible and horrible. Just like that debate we watched last night. Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you. What... I came to fight. I came to fight that guy. I was gonna... Uh, there's no getting two words in with that clown. I'll tell you that much. Uh, that's what I'll tell you. Ah! <laughs> that guy is crazy. That president, he's like a clown. He like... Oh, star- sorry uh, there. <laughs> On Instagram, you're shaking around because I've got no other solution but to film the video screen. On Instagram... Cardi B, she. I watched that stuff last night and it was crazy. Those two people were so crazy. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic, that's a movie. Yeah, Capital Chart over there. Johnny Mnemonic, Johnny Mnemonic, that's the one with he's got Keanu Reeves and he's got the thing inside his head and they gotta get it out of his head. Uh, that, that movie was crazy. Every time you got, <laughs> every time Keanu Reeves is in a movie, he's like the, supposed to be the most important person in the world. Why is that? Ah! Johnny Mnemonic was so crazy. He's got like a suitcase. And he's got like they gotta get inside his brain because they gotta use his brain. That reminds me of a joke. I've told this joke before on the air, but I'll tell it again because, you know, I don't know who people, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many times you watch this show. I don't know how many reruns you watch, but there's reruns. You guys can watch this on Twitter. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Twitch. You got it all over the place. You can even find me on Facebook at Aristotle Full Throttle, the page, like the page on Facebook. If you do all these things, guys, let me tell you, I go through, I, I see who's watching and I appreciate who's watching and I, and I recognize who's watching. I have a pretty good memory. I have a long memory. I'm like an elephant. And I appreciate, I'll remember you. I will remember you just like Sarah McLaughlin. You know what I'm saying? So this joke goes like this. This guy walks into a brain store. They're selling brains. And he says to the, to the clerk, how much for that? How much for that lawyer's brain? And the clerk says, oh, that lawyer's brain is $25,000. He's like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know if I want that lawyer's brain. But wait, how about that rocket scientist's brain? What about that rocket scientist's brain? I'm in the market for a new brain. I would like to have a new brain that I could have that I want. I want one. And then the guy said, that's a rocket scientist brain. That's $50,000. And the guy's like, wait a second. Hang on. $50,000. All right. Well, I don't know. That seems a little bit too steep for me. What about that skater dude's brain? It says skater dude on the brain jar. There's a jar with the brain in it. It says skater dude. He's like, listen, maybe you could cut me a deal. 
I, how about that skater dude's braid? I want the skater dude's braid. The clerk says, "Woo, skater dude's braid is two hundred fifty thousand dollars." The guy's taken aback. He's just like, he gets a cold sweat. He said, "Wait, wait, wait a second. You just said Lloyd's braid twenty five thousand dollars, rocket scientist braid fifty thousand dollars, skater dude's braid two hundred fifty thousand dollars." So why is the skater dude's braid so expensive? And the clerk says, "It's never been used." Thank you. We tell jokes on the program. I like to tell jokes. He's one of my favorite comedians. You might not like him. He sounds obnoxious, but he did play the parrot in, like, Aladdin or whatever. It's Gilbert Gottfried. He doesn't do anything but tell jokes. He tells them in the most obnoxious ways, and he's one of the greatest comedians who's ever lived. I don't know if you agree with that. You don't have to agree with that. But all he does is go up on stage and tell terrible jokes. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. He's one of my idols. Anyway, that's a joke. Today we're talking about shit shows. And you've come to the right place. Today we're, we're going to use the word shit show because we can now. Because Dana Bash on CNN last night described the debate between Joe Biden and the current president of the United States, Trump, Trumpster Fire. She described that debate as a shit show. It was so horrifyingly bad. I actually zoomed. I was watching on Discord. Guys, if you pledge to the Patreon channel, get you get perks. Pledge to the Patreon channel and you get exclusive access to the Discord server for Aristotle Full Throttle. Now, when you do that, I go on there sometimes and I chat with the folks. I chat with the, the throttlers. If you're a throttler and a supporter of the channel, you could go ahead and do that and you could support the channel. And I'll jump on the Discord server and watch a debate with you and chat with you because it's, it's crazy. I was also live tweeting some tweets and I was also live zooming with some friends. And we was, it was an event. It was a historical moment. It was a hysterical moment. We were just out of our minds with this debate. It was, a it was something. It was exhausting. It was an exhaustive, exhausting debate between the current president the United States, whose only tactic is to filibuster, is to talk as much as possible and just make no sense for as long as they can so no one else gets to talk. And that is his only tactic. I feel like I, I was in a relationship with him once a while ago. It's, it reminds me of an ex, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes people don't have any point to make. They just want to squash and just keep talking. And you can sit there and be civil and listen, and nothing's going to come of that. Here's the thing about Donald Trump. His tactic is to just say as many fake, false things as possible. It's just to, like, literally just, like... <clears throat> Whoa. <laughs> let's just get... Hey, let's get rid of some of these things. Uh... <laughs> Yes, my tactic is so simple. It's like, I'm like, Biden, how come you're such a child murdering, uh, granny killing, Easter bunny not believing, evil doer who drinks the blood of so many people? What are you even talking about? <laughs> I believe that his tactic, Donald Trump's only tactic is to repeat false things over and over again. That's... 
that's not true, though. That's not true at all. I, that's, you know, if I just say things that are totally not true and completely false over and over and over again, it doesn't matter. It's actually way more powerful than saying, that's not true. Well, that is true. It is, and I've had to heavily medicate with some bourbon throughout this entire process. I will gladly pay you all Tuesday if you let me eat a hamburger. I just want to eat hamburgers. I'm saying Chris Wallace was a terrible moderator, but it doesn't matter. It could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. Doesn't matter. What they need to do is just cut the mic for the president. What other movies are terrible? I think Star Wars Episode Nine is a terrible shit show. I thought it was a complete travesty of justice. We need an Aristotle fun, Funko Pop. Oh, how about that? Let's try it. Let's do that. K Blue Chart. I would. That would be fun, right? Maybe that should be my next merch thing. A Funko Pop of me with my giant fro. It's mostly fro. And beard. I'll have you know that I started not sh- I started not shaving about four or five months ago. But this is curly beard because I've got curly hair, so it just keeps growing back into my face. And what it does is just grows back into my face. You like the Cardi B puppet? Ah, Candyland. I like you too. Let me see your nails, Candyland. It's like super duper crazy up in here. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's get a Funko Pop going. That crazy. That was so crazy. That. I don't know. I was watching that debate last night. It was crazy. That was like super duper crazy. Those two guys, they, they couldn't even listen to each other. I don't know. That's that's nuts. God, that's what I, I agree with Cardi B and Cardi Land. A Medea oh, family funeral. Horrible. But I like a lot of the other Tyler Perry movies. Oh, man. Tyler Perry. (laughs) I haven't seen a single Tyler Perry movie, but he seems to make a movie every six months. It's pretty remarkable. (laughs) It it really is remarkable. I have seen. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Call Weathers Predator Weathers Report. Now, as you can see. We were talking about Medea. Medea is one of those characters that we can't quite understand, but we can all relate to. That's uh, that's a character by the great Tyler Perry, who you may remember is the new president of the Federation in Star Trek. That's just, just one of those facts out there. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is one of the beloved Oprah folks. Uh-oh, Cardi B. <laughs> Let's see, what's what's Cardi B doing up in here? I'll tell you what I'm 
doing up in here? Uh oh. What's going on? Dad! I'm looking at the forecast up in here. There's this gonna be oh this gonna be a predator up in here. This there's a predator, there's carny bees that what I don't even what is going on up in Dad this this predator is crazy. Look at his face. It's like all ugly and stuff. It's crazy. Carter B, can you please get rid of that predator? Predator up in this forecast. Oh, oh, this guy's ugly. Look at his, look at his face. It's like all messed up and stuff. I think he's, I think there's something wrong with him. <laughs> Get out of here, Predator. Yeah. Thank you, Cardi B. As I was saying, Medea family picnic <laughs> funeral. The Medea family funeral picnic was one of the worst travesties of filmmaking I've ever seen. Also, like The Room. You ever see The Room or Troll 2? Troll 2 was a movie that's not even related to the movie Troll. Predators. The Predator. Thank God I was not in that. You know, they really should have revived me for Predator 2. They only shot one of my arms off in Predator and then stabbed me through, but that's okay. I could have survived that. You saw what happened to me in Rocky 4. Listen, I'm Carl Weathers. I think that what happens to me in the movies is what really happens to me in life. That's just quite delusional. But why not? Hey, we should get a Funko Pop for Aristotle. I'm agreeing with you, Cape Plutrock. Me too. Yeah, I haven't seen a Medea family yet. I don't know. I don't even know what those are. I don't even know what those are. I know that they come out every five months, but I should check one out. Um, I hear that he he's, he connects with a good message every movie. If you guys have any uh, comments, questions, please drop them in the in the comments and the questions box. Again, I'm still fighting through an ear ache situation. Um, I slept most of the last 24 hours, as my, as many as I could. I just woke up to watch the debates, and then I went back to sleep around. I don't know, midnight. But uh, I plan on doing the same thing again. Hopefully I'll be able to hear tomorrow. Gone today, here tomorrow. Well, let's go look at the news, shall we? Let's see what's trending. We write the song about the trending, and then we do this. This is what we do. We write the song about... Um... The news... That was today's song about what's trending in the news. But I have a feeling I already know what's trending. What other movies are you looking forward to? Are you looking forward to any movies? Are there any movies worth... I don't know. I haven't even seen Tenet yet. I want to see Tenet. I hear it's a masterpiece. But every single movie that Christopher Nolan comes out with, they say, Masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. Yeah, these movies are kind of masterpiece-ish. 5G's for 5G. What does that mean? That's the latest trend. Let's see what these trends are. 5G's for 5G's? I don't even know what that is. Hey, what's up, Ange? Hey, everybody. Yeah, if you're in the chat, feel free to like the video. Feel free to share it. I implore you to do so. It helps out the channel. If you're on Twitter... Retweet this. Like the tweet. National Podcast Day. Look what we're doing. We're doing it. 
We're celebrating National Podcast Day. Yesterday, we were celebrating National Coffee Day. So we just put it together. Look, they're just making it easy for us to do this same thing. They're enabling us to do drink coffee and do podcasting by making a national day for every day. Today is National Wednesday Day. Why is it there's always a national day that we never heard about? Is it just arbitrary? Do people just like go hashtag National Cat Food Day? Kibbles and bits and bits and bits. Today is National Bow Tie Day. Everybody wear a bow tie. Why not? I I saw one time that my birthday is in fact on the same day that National No Pants Day is. So that's what we'll be doing on my birthday. Tom Holland is trending. Ooh, you did not like Mulan, Shaitang. Tell us why you did not like Mulan. I thought it was okay, but I thought it was kind of like... They kept talking about the chi, you know, don't use your chi. Whatever you do, don't use your chi. Just don't use your chi. Train, but don't use your chi. But then when you need your chi, use the chi. So they were using the chi as the force, you know what I mean? I don't understand why they were like, don't be special, but then when the time comes, be extra special. I thought that that was a weird message. It was convoluted. When's my birthday? It is January 13th. Nope. Hey, everyone. Me and Aristotle share the same birthday. In fact, my birthday was 500 million years ago, the same day Aristotle was born. We both on January 13th, but of course that was way before calendars were even invented. But you know how you could just tell? You could just tell it was a Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th of January. You ever listen to, uh, Three Dog Night. Now that's a band, man. They don't make bands like that anymore. Remember, remember Chicago? Remember about Peter Cetera? That was like some groovy rock and roll, some classic rock, you know? That's the kind of rock and roll I like. This has been the cave bottom. Rock, rock bottom. <laughs> I know I didn't show up yesterday, but I'm glad I didn't show up yesterday at all because I was like, why would I even make an appearance? I've made an appearance almost every single day for like the last month, I think, and I probably am boosting the popularity of this show. It's just, I can't stand to watch. I was actually asleep. Aristotle was sleeping, but I was trying to sleep through the show. I slept through the show yesterday, actually. You know, it's it's really easy to slip through the show. If you're like Tatiana, you're in like another country right now and you're just putting this on in the background just so you can go to sleep. And that's totally fine. I hope that that Aristotle's voice can put you to sleep because I feel like putting myself to sleep every time I watch this show. I don't like you neither, Seth Rogen. Ooh, they respected culture so much it became boring. China did the same thing to that Kung Fu Kid movie. Yeah, with Will Smith's son. Shy, I agree with you. They should have called it the Kung Fu Kid instead of the Karate Kid because Karate is, the Kung, Kung Fu is Chinese. 
the karate is traditionally Japanese. And then why did they just take the property, the karate kid, and then go, okay, well, we'll use Jackie Chan, who is a Chinese national, and we'll use Will Smith's son, and we'll make it, we'll call it the karate kid, and it'll take place in China. Doesn't make any sense. It was stupid. It was culturally dumb. It was like, I don't know. They should have just called it the Kung Fu Kid and done the same story. And I would have been like, cool, we're learning that kung, the difference between Kung Fu and uh, karate, karate. And Kung Fu is funny because Kung Fu is very much a... Um, tr- correct me if I'm wrong, but I knew like Jeet Kune Do and Kung Fu are like stylized. They're like, it's like your style. It means your style. It means your... It means your art, basically. So someone's... Like Jeet Kune Do means freestyle. And that was Bruce Lee's art. Um, oh, that's crazy coincidence, Ange. What happened? The same day as my grandmother. Oh, look at that. Oh, there, January 13th, 500 million years ago. Me and your grandmother, the same day. I'll tell you this, though. Um, here's the funny thing. If there are about 15 to 20 people in a room... Chances are two of them share a birthday. There's like a re- weird, um, there's a weird probability thing where two people here will share a birthday. If there are 30 people here, hey, everybody, say your birthday. Put your birthday in the comments, and then we'll see how many people's birthdays line up. Let me see the probability of birthdays. That's what we talk about here. We talk about probabilities of birthdays, because this is the anti-Bro Rogan. This is the Fro Rogan show. <laughs> Fro Rogan. Aristotle, Fro Rogan. So we got Condiland. It's on the 15th, May 5th. Let's see if this works. We got to get like at least 30 people <laughs> announcing their birthdays. May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, Shatang, January 2nd. That's a good one. That's almost a New Year's baby right there. All right, probably probability of birthday on the same day. There's a whole thing about this, guys. It's really cool. In a room of just 23 people, there's a 50-50 chance of at least two people having the same birthday. In a room of 75 people, there's a 99.9% chance of at least two people matching. Isn't that crazy? That's how math work. Let's leave that up to the mathematicians, you know? We'll leave it up to them. TI 82, is that correct? Bleep, bloop, blop, bleep, blorp, bleep, bloop, bleep, blop, blorp. Uh, wait. I don't know what you mean by that. TI 82. TI 82, do you think that I should wear these glasses or not? Do you think that this hairstyle is working for me or not? Nah? Bleep, blop, blorp, bleep, blorp, bleep. T.I., it seems that you are unintelligible in real life and also in calculator form. What is wrong with you, T.I.? T.I. 82. (laughs) Bleep, blop, blorp. Bleep, blop, bleep, blop, blorp. I... I want you to go away forever, T.I. 82. 
There is really no redeeming value for having you here. T.I.'s birthday was uh, was the 25th. Uh-oh. Angie's following T.I.'s birthday. We got no matches today. No matches on birthdays. If we get a matching birthday, maybe I'll send each one of you a sticker. <laughs> but then everybody could just be like, my birthday's today. May 5th. I've got stickers. I got tons of stickers, guys. I got so many stickers. You guys want to participate in the show and you want to get a sticker, you go get some swag. You could Hopefully this ends up being the thumbnail. Like if I stay here for at least 30 minutes, that'll be the automatic automatic generated thumbnail. Who are some famous Libras? Zebras? Or Libras. I don't know what you mean by famous. What is fame anyway? But being in the consciousness of the other people, it is how many people's consciousnesses that you can occupy. This is the modern currency. Modern currency is being in someone's attention. If you can maintain attention, for as long as you can, the richer you are. But I, but I would like to propose a new future in which we all go into caves and never come out. This is what it is like right now. We are all in our own caves of forgotten dreams. Have you ever had a dream? You, I once dreamed I was a man. But in fact, I was a swine. A pig. I am Werner Herzog. And I am a famous Libra. I am also a famous zebra. There's a song. Wait. Yeah, there's a song by a perfect circle called Three Libras. And that's a classic rock song right there. Almost, I think it's 20 years old this year. Three Libras, that's a cool song. Check it out. Three Libras. Guys, I'm telling you, you can win stuff. It's fun. You can participate in the show. We could have fun. We could have a dialogue. We could chat. I could try to hear out of my right ear. I might be deaf forever. It's, it's not good. Um, Did you guys ever watch... See. I know, Condi Lane, you like the movie The Patriot, but I walked out of that movie. Serena Williams, Lil Wayne, Jin Yuan, Eminem, Hugh Jackman, Usher. That's all you can think of? So, Ange, your birthday was last, was about 15 days ago. September 15th. What did you do for your birthday? Did you watch any terrible movies? Did you watch, I don't know. What? One time I watched the movie The People Under the Stairs. Did you ever see that movie? That was a terrible movie. Kelsey, I bet you you've seen that movie. Kelsey, if you haven't seen People Under the Stairs, I highly recommend that you watch it. But also, I don't. Because it's bad. (laughs) Anyone else see The People Under the Stairs? There's a movie from the 80s called House 2, The Second Story, which is a great name for a movie. Because... 
the second story it's got like you know the second story of a house there's a caterpillar dog in that movie and an old man who's a cowboy yes it was definitely a movie the people under the stairs that is a train wreck what i wonder is how did the movies get so far into being so terrible like what at what point are they making the movie going wow this is a really bad idea but you know at least people are being employed right now on the short term you know we are paying the pas to take the garbage out they are getting paid 22 dollars a day <laughs> we should feel good about that at what point did the producers say that this is a good idea we should keep going with this we don't have a script or anything, but, you know, Lorenzo Lamas is attached. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's all you need when you're a producer. <laughs> I think you just need, like, some kind of... I had a friend who met Kevin Sorbo once. He's not a friend, okay? He's not a friend. He's a dude who, okay... He was the boyfriend of someone I knew. He, like, this girl I knew from a group of friends, this guy was her boyfriend. His name is Frank. It's as anonymous as it can get. It's a Long Island guy named Frank. That's all you need to know. This dude met Kevin Sorbo once. Kevin Sorbo, you might remember, was on the TV series, uh, what was it, Hercules? Was he on Hercules? Now... This dude, Frank, met Kevin Sorbo once <laughs> at a bar. You've met Kevin Sorbo. Edge, everybody meets Kevin Sorbo at one point in their life. If you're walking down the street, chances are you're going to meet Kevin Sorbo once in a while. Maybe twice. This dude, Frank, met Kevin Sorbo once. And there was not a conversation when we would hang out in this group of tangentially related friends. You know how you have a friend and then there's more people that are involved in that group because there's like the core group and then there's like the boyfriend and girlfriends of that group and then there's like maybe like a random person in there. Frank was more like that random person in there. And he would just, he would say that time Kevin Sorbo and I were talking, the dude would bring up the Kevin Sorbo meeting he had. He shared a beer with Kevin Sorbo, probably said, hey man, I like Hercules. Do you remember Ryan Gosling? And then he was just like, this dude, Frank, never let it go. He never let it go. He never let Kevin Sorbo go. <laughs> Do you have any friends like that? Do you have any friends who will just mention every, all of the times they met Kevin Sorbo? Some of my favorite movies are the scary movie movies. I thought those were funny. I'd actually go to see them all the time with my friends every time they would come out and, uh, those were a fun night out because we'd be like, this is going to be a terrible movie. Let's go see it. We'd see those in the screen movies and uh, we'd see all of the Friday the 13th movies. But there are very few in the late 90s. There was only like Kevin versus Kevin versus Jason. Kevin versus Jason. <laughs> Karen versus Kevin. Seven. I would go see that movie. I don't think that there would be any surviving audience members from that movie it would just be real it would be like last night's debate it really would be <laughs> i ought to, what did you what is it that you're even i i'm gonna bow out of this conversation entirely <laughs> batman get out of here <laughs>
I'm Karen. I'm Karen. I'm Kevin over here. I gotta tell you, you are what I'm gonna call the. I'm gonna call the manager. Who's the manager of this place? You're the manager of this place. Don't you even understand your job as a clown cop? Top Captain Clown, you're the clown of all of these. Can't you just denounce racism? Proud boys, stand back and stand by. I'm gonna call the manager of this place. You can't, it's the easiest thing in the world to denounce racism. Racism is bad, you know that, right? Don't you understand that? If I don't have racists in my corner, then I don't have anybody in my corner. And if you vote for me, I'll take you, you know, I'll take all the racists, I don't care. I'm just saying, if it, if you vote for this guy, it doesn't make you automatically racist, but it makes you okay with voting for a racist. Does anybody want to give me a hamburger today? Kevin Sorbo, God's Not Dead, horrible movie. Sorbo had the audacity. The gal. The gall, sorry. <laughs> to say Hollywood is prejudiced toward Christian movies. It was not a bad movie. It was just a bad movie. Hollywood. Hollywood. <sighs> Listen. Christian movies. I don't know. Like, obviously they have an agenda, right? I have a friend. I have friends' bands who are Christian bands, but their agenda is clearly Christian. But their songs are pretty neutral, you know? The songs are like, I love you and there's no other love like you. And it sounds like a love song, right? At the end of the day, it is a love song. But, you know, at the end of the day, they personally are singing to Jesus. And how much they love Jesus. And, you know, they, they just love him a lot. They love Jesus. I don't know in what kind of way people want to love Jesus, but... It's okay. It's America. You can do whatever you want. Kevin Sorbo has a lot to do to say about nothing. Kevin, I'm so glad that this is a a really this has gone off the rails with Kevin Sorbo. Um, what is Kevin Sorbo up to anyway? I'll tell you what. I've got a Kevin sore ear right now. Oof. I need to take a take a, a sleep a sleep nap, <laughs> the kind of nap where you go to sleep. I know I've been complaining. I'm not going to complain anymore. The show must go on, like Queen the the band Queen sings. Uh, but you know, maybe, maybe we'll have a special appearance from a special guest today. Let's see. Hopefully, I don't know how to do this. This is really, I get a little. Uh, bogged down in the uh, the details of all this. Do you guys have any other birthdays besides the one that you have? I have a half birthday, July 13th. I like to say that my birthday is in July because having a birthday, and Kelsey, I'm sure you can relate to this because your birthday is January 2nd. When it's right after the new year, when it's right after Christmas, nobody wants to do anything anymore. So I've never really had a... <laughs> Not that I've never had an effective birthday party. It's just that people are so tapped out on birthdays by the time January rolls around, or on holidays by the time January comes around, and they don't want to do anything else. They're like, listen, we're done, okay? We're going to send you a card. Maybe we'll send you a we'll post on your Facebook, and that'll be it, okay? That's what you get for your birthday. Nobody's going to show up. 
because because um, we're done. We're tapped out of the holidays. We're done. And then I get that. You know, I get it. That's fine. No one wants to party on right after the New Year. They're done. New Year's. That's like kind of even worse than New Year's Day because New Year's Day people. How do you celebrate your New Year's Day? Do you just like to just do nothing and, and eat? Uh, like what are those called? Pizza pockets. <laughs> just warm up the pizza pockets and the. What are those called? Those little pizza bites. I forget. I got. I gotta recall lots of stuff during this show, and it's kind of difficult when your brain doesn't work. I have a brain that. Did you ever have a brain? Uh oh. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. Why did you, why are you, I don't understand why you've got that background, <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. Where did you get that spear from, Kevin Spor- Sporbo? Let me see if I can fix Kevin Sorbo's background here. Um, maybe I could do that. Yeah, there we go. Ah, Oh, that's Kevin Sorbo. Totino's Pizza Rolls. Thank you, Con- Condiland. Totino's Pizza Rolls. My friend Dave Jacobson will be uh, will be very happy that I've mentioned. Maybe I should get a sponsorship from Totino's Pizza Rolls on this show. We're going to soon get sponsorships on this show because we talk about substantive issues. <laughs> we really do. I mean, just look. Kevin Sorbo's here. I'm Kevin Sorbo. I will stand. I'm I'm Hercules. I've got a spear. Clearly, I'm the strongest man who ever lived. Look at my biceps. They are bulging. Kevin Sorbo. If you're just tuning in, you're watching the Aristotle Full Throttle Show featuring Kevin Sorbo, who Frank once met. Frank met this guy once, and he will never live it down. You will anybody who has ever met Frank will know that Frank met Kevin Sorbo once. It's funny because I think there are people out there that are like, "Yeah, I met Frank. He talks about Kevin Sorbo every time we hang out." The one time he met him. Once Dave was drunk and texted me about <laughs> Taco Bell hot sauce and how I needed to hoard it all multiple times. It's true. Once Dave was drunk. Hey, Dave, I would like to have you on the show. Let's chat. Dave's been killing it. He's does, he does photography. He's an excellent photographer and videographer, and he's been flying all over the country during this pandemic, risking life and limb, but safely, to, uh, to bring us art. To bring us all art. Because we need art. Dave... Lee uh, and a a few of us would have like at the beginning of this whole at the beginning of the whole pandemic situation we should probably bring back back this tradition we had a daily check-in on video chat and we'd all hang out for like 10-15 minutes on video chat maybe I'll just call them all up right now no I I don't want to catch him off guard but if they're watching subscribe guys (laughs) subscribe and share I have such a wonderful time hanging out with you guys every day at noon. 
that's what we do here. And you guys, guess what? Your participation counts because if you comment, if you hang out on the chat every day, you get a chance to win a PlayStation 5. They're up to number five already. Ah, that's crazy. That's like a super duper gift. That's like the latest game system. Everybody loves that game. PlayStation 5. That's the most fun PlayStation that you can have. That's like five times the last PlayStation. You know, okay. that's crazy. You know, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to. This is a PlayStation. Don't turn that stuff down, man. So if you participate, I will choose from the top five. And the top five participators in this channel will get gifts. Number one will win a PlayStation 5. I don't know how much you care about gaming, but I'm going to reward your gaming proclivity. <laughs> um, yeah, Cardi B is our special correspondent. This is the Carl Weathers Predator Weathers Report it's featuring Cardi B and the Predator. Let me tell you what's up in the up in here. There's like lots of green. There's lots of orange. There's a there's a radar coming at me right now, but I don't see no predators. So it's gonna be okay. 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 That's cr now. Now I don't want you to be alarmed, but. Last night, the, pres the president of the United States was saying like California gets a lot of forest fires and stuff because because they don't rake their leaves. Now, that's crazy, man. That's the craziest stuff I've ever he heard in my life. Because they don't rake their leaves, that guy's, that guy's out of great. He's like super duper nuts. I couldn't agree with you more, Cardi B. Cardi B, the president of the United States, seems to be completely out of touch with reality. Unlike this show, which is so grounded. This is the most grounded show you'll see on the internet. Much like the David Pakman show, not unlike Joe Rogan. It is differently different than Joe Rogan. This is the Fro-Rogan program. <laughs> this is the Fro-Rogan program. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, check it out. I got a new unbox. I got this. I got it's an unboxing special. I got these new Soconis. Now check this box out. This box looks really nice. We're doing a special unboxing issue of Aristotle Full Throttle. I got this in the mail yesterday. You see the way the box looks? I'm not in no way am I making fun of unboxing videos right now. Okay, so this is a, these are sneakers inside this box. There's a box. There's a, you put the box. It goes on your shoulder. It goes in your mouth. You can put it underneath your chin and walk around like this. This is a box. This is a box. This is an unboxing special, right? Sneakers. Now check this out. Oh, 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 oh. check it out. We got sneakers inside the box. There's sneakers inside this box. You guys ever see sneakers? They go on each one of your foots. There's a foot. There's a foot for each sneaker. Unless you have no feet, maybe you have one foot. Maybe you got two left feet and you can't dance like me. This is unboxing. Check this stuff out. Check this out. We got sneakers inside the box. What are those? <laughs> what are those? We got Sarconis right here. Oh my God. As you can see, guess, you know what? We're going to try to, <laughs> not only is this show based on uh, movies and entertainment and current events and social issues, but guess what? We're going to unbox sneakers. 
We're gonna have unboxed sneakers. We're gonna unbox sneakers. What? 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 You've never seen an unboxing sneakers like this before. You've never seen anything like this. This is the most crazy unboxing special ever. Check it out. One sneaker here. I got a sneaker in my ear. This is my good ear. Now I can't hear anything because I've got an ear infection in my left ear. Sneakers. That's the part of the show. Do you guys... Have you ever had a sneakers? Ooh. How is how exciting was that for you guys? I could smell it. You could smell the sneaker. You could taste it. You could taste the sneaker. You can see it. I'm looking at the sneaker. I have sneaker vision, guys, right now. Check this out. You ain't never seen sneakers like this before. The sneakers, they go on your head. They go in your ear. They go on your shirt. You can put the sneaker down your shirt. Sneakers. I'm talking into the sneaker right now, guys. What does it sound like when I'm talking through the sneaker? Do you guys hear me talking through the sneaker? This is crazy. This is, the, this is nuts. I don't know if anybody does unboxing where they talk inside into the sneaker. This is the most crazy unboxing special you've ever seen on the internet. I, people make millions of dollars a year taking shoes out of boxes. So we're going to add that to the show. Every day, I will take these sneakers out of a box. Uh-oh, what's this? Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. What is this? What is this? Uh-oh. Oh, oh, what is that? Do you guys like sneakers? Maybe I'll add sneakers to the show. Is that exciting for you guys? If it is, I will add that to, as a part of the show. <laughs> I don't even have feet. I don't even understand. I what is I don't have feet I would like to wear those Saucony sneakers so I could go running and hiking and hi trail running and hiking and run trails and hiking trails you don't even know I go hiking every day it looks like you can't hike a thing it looks like you can't hike a up a tree you can't even hike down the road the I'm constantly hiking in my dreams I am coming to you from the cave of forgotten dreams. We have forgotten what it is to be sane. This is, we should unbox things on the show. Maybe we will set up a PO box and you can send things to be unboxed on the show. But what is it to be boxed or unboxed? As I lie in this cave, I feel like I am in a box. One day, I will be unboxed into the great beyond. But until then, I will stay in this cave and avoid everything Aristotle full throttle. I think that's a great idea.
I think that you should really not even watch the show. Unboxings will probably be a great addition to the show, even though it's, uh, I don't think that it's a great idea, but who knows? If the if Aristotle can unbox the things like the, he just did, maybe, maybe this show will become more interesting. I, it's probably, it's possible, right? Um, yeah, I think that's possible. I think that's totally possible. Wait, is that Aristotle Full Throttle t-shirt talking right now? I didn't know anyone else could hear my shirt talking. I could totally see it on this channel. I I don't know. Maybe it's like some kind of weird supernatural talking shirt. Yeah, it's totally a talking shirt. You guys could get your own t-shirts at Teespring. There's a link below. If you go to linkpatreon.com, you subscribe. You could also go to Teespring. You can get a shirt just like me, except maybe it won't talk. I can't guarantee that it'll talk. Talking t-shirts are like one in a trillion, and, uh, it's probably not going to happen, but, you know, take your chance. Maybe you'll win the talking t-shirt. Uh, maybe, maybe you will t win a talking t-shirt. Uh, okay, guys, well, it looks like we're headed toward the end of the show. It looks like we should probably stick a fork in it. It seems like Kevin Sorbo should use that spear just to put this show out of its misery. Hmm. Kevin Sorbo... You're threatening me with that gigantic golden spear. I don't... I'm afraid that you're going to stab me with the spear. I th I'm afraid you're going to... But watch out, Kevin Sorbo. Watch out, Kevin Sorbo. I have... I have a box. I'm fighting Kevin Sorbo. What do you think, guys? Should we do an unboxing show? Like the worst unboxing show ever in the history of the internet? Like the dumbest, most sarcastic unboxing show on the internet. And then we'll own the internet, and then we'll be like, ha-ha, joke's on you. We were just kidding this whole time. Except those shoes is fire, though. People, like, I'm going to seriously start getting into sneakers and thinking, I'm going to pretend that I like sneakers a lot. The unbox, the un-unboxing show. <laughs> this is why Jen the Fears is the secret producer of the show. She's a she's a co-creator of some of these bits. I like it. What are you going to unbox though? <laughs> that should be the the name of the show. What are you going to unbox though? The un-unboxing show. <laughs> what if I put things back in a box? What if I do that? Uh-oh. What if... What if... What if... Uh-oh! Who's this? Hello, everybody. I, I've been revealed. I've been hanging out in this box the whole time. The Saucony sneakers box. If you, I, it's really safe. You're safer outside the box, but you always got to think outside the box. That's why we're an un unboxing box sh boxing show. This is a boxing show. Maybe we do a boxing show where we wear boxing gloves and we try to open boxes wearing boxing gloves called the un unboxing boxing show. What do you think about that? I think that is a perfectly valid idea. I think that, uh, you know, it's better to wear gloves. It's better to wash your hands. It's better to wear a mask. It's safer outside, six feet apart. These are things we all know. 
if you're inside, don't be inside for too long with other people. Um, and uh, that's all I have to say about that. Thank you very much. This has been Dr. Baby Yoda Fauci. I'm making an appearance today. Some days I don't, some days I do, because the White House Coronavirus Task Force doesn't want me around so much lately. Sorry, Dr. Baby Yoda Fauci, you're going back in the box. We're going to put things back in boxes. Sorry, democracy, you're going back in the box. We took you out to play for 225 years or so, and <clears throat> we weren't ready. 200, 244 years. Don't get into sneakers. It's addictive. You know what? I do believe that it is addictive. I do believe that if I start liking sneakers, I'm going to be like, yo, don't step on my Jordans. Get away. Stay, stand back. I'm going to be like not lacing up my Jordans and they're, and they're going to, I'm going to take them out just to wear once. You know what I mean? If you scuff up my Jordans, you might get shot, is what I'm saying. That's not a joke, though. That really happens. <laughs> People get murdered over their sneakers in this world. It's a trail running shoe. This trail running shoe, as you can see, check this out. It's got uh, laces and treads. And then what I do is I put my foot inside here, and then I do this. And what, what happens is when I walk... It protects my feet from the environment. Thank you. Don't step on my J's. I'm telling you. I will toss you in the river. Head first. Feet, feet first. I will take off your Georgians first and check to see if they are my size. Remember that in Die Hard? Speaking of shit shows, this show... We're winding it down. <laughs> We're headed out. The guys on Instagram, we didn't raise any money on ACLU today, but that's okay. We raised $100 yesterday on the ACLU fundraiser on Instagram yesterday. How cool is that? We're actually we're actually making a little bit of change. Over the course of this show, I believe I've raised hundreds of dollars on Instagram uh, for the ACLU. And you guys can support the ACLU. Uh, I'm not sure if each one of these videos has a link below, but Ange... Um, I'm trying to designate some roles. I know I talked to you briefly about this, but maybe we can uh, make you an administrator on the page, and then you could sort of help me uh, label stuff and, and get the correct thumbnails up for things. Because for me, it's a bit... <sighs> to do the show, I'm like making the graphics and making the trying to think up some stuff and that takes up a lot of time. And at the end of it, in order to go through all of the things, I would like some help with that. <laughs> with, uh, with help organizing the files. It wouldn't even be organizing files. It would just be making sure everything is labeled correctly, making sure everything has a, its appropriate hashtags for each thing. And thumbnail updated currently. And I'll, I can give you access to a folder to all the thumbnails. That would be super helpful. Because Jen is feverishly working on editing shows down to about 10 or 15, 10 or 12 minutes, 15 minutes, so that all of the fat is cut from the show. <laughs> if all of the fat was cut from the show, it would be edited down to zero. But I appreciate all of the help that y'all are doing to 
elevate the show. We want to bring consciousness uh, and awareness and sarcasm to people's lives. That's what we want. That's what I want, anyway. I want to bring a little smile to your face. It helps me. I've been having a trying week this week. It, you guys know, if you watched yesterday's show, I'll let you know. i let you in on a little bit of what's going on in my life. And, uh... <clears throat> I'm feeling a little bit better than I was yesterday. However, I do need another day of sleep, I think. Because uh, I, I can't hear out of my right ear. Maybe these Sarconis will help me if I stuff, stuff them in my ear. But the help, the support, the participation in the show means everything. It really does. You guys are great. I think that, uh, you know, we're all on the same silly wavelength. <laughs> And if we could find others like ourselves, we can form a, a united front. I don't know. We can just hang out and have a good time. That's really what it's about. Oh, wow. Let's see. When uh, the retro ones came in 98, my uncle was robbed at gunpoint, too. And yeah, see, it's scary. Sneakers, scary. That's some scary business. I watched the Disney Plus Jeff Goldblum special. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jeff Goldblum always taking his glasses off. I watched the special on Disney Plus about sneakers and Jeff Goldblum. It is a billion dollar industry, the sneaker industry. Just trading sneakers. People make billions of dollars. So guys, we're going to get into sneakers. <laughs> we're going to get into tennis shoes. We're going to get into Jordans. We're going to get into Reeboks. Maybe, maybe not. We can get into it if we want. Maybe we'll set up a um, we'll set up a PO box, and then we can uh, get things sent to me. Hopefully, it won't be explosive or anything like that. <laughs> that would be scary. Maybe I'll rethink this. I'm going to rethink this for the next 24 hours. Uh, <laughs> we're rethinking the format of the show. Now we sell carburetors. We'll, we'll we'll fix your windshield. Aristotle Full Throttle, we'll come and fix your windshield. We'll we'll polish up your tires. We'll take your we'll take your shoes out of boxes. Guess what? We're gonna come to your house, take your shoes off your feet, and put them inside of boxes. How about that? We just rethought the whole internet. I think that's possible. I think where there's a will, there's a way. And if there's something that I've got, it's will. Except we don't have will. Where's will? Will, I think, this is Will. Will, are you out there? Comment below. I know that you're at work. You're working hard. But, um, if there's anything, I'm the indomitable showman. <laughs> That's my title. Aristotle Full Throttle, the indomitable showman. I've been Aristotle Full Throttle. You've been excellent and wonderful and great. Stay that way. Don't go changing. I'm your bro with the fro, and I'll see you tomorrow. Jen, I'm going to put this in the Dropbox.